All right, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Survivalist Podcast. Uh, it's been a while. It's been quite a while, actually. Uh, we had a lot going on. Uh, my wife and I, a uh, lot's gone on in our lives. Uh, as you guys know, we had the homestead. Uh, we moved, and uh, we've been we've been working on that pretty pretty steadily. I gotta say, uh, we planted uh, probably a bunch of trees, and we have uh, you know we grew our flock of chickens. And we've got a lot, had a lot going on, uh, you know, just in general. We had a, a baby, too, uh, over the past, it's been almost a year since I did one of these. Uh, we had a baby, uh, as well as my business grew quite a bit. Uh, we had to change our offices and all that kind of stuff. And we've been working on the homestead. We've been working on uh, doing a bunch of stuff, uh, taking down some trees, putting in, uh, you know, new flooring, putting on a new deck, putting in a ramp, putting in a bunch of stuff. Like I said, we planted a bunch of trees, took down a bunch of old trees. Uh, we have new cats. We have, uh, you know, our dog is there. We have a dog now. We rescued a dog. There's just so much going on. And uh, really haven't done much of the podcast lately. Uh, not that I didn't want to, but unfortunately with everything going on, uh, there wasn't really much to that I really could have done that, uh, you know, I had so much time dedicated to, to everything in my personal life. Uh, I didn't think, you know, there's any time really else to give to doing the podcast. But uh, luckily enough, things are quieting down a little bit. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot going on. But uh, I figured I'd go ahead and, and try. I'm going to try to do the show weekly. Uh, you know, when I first started doing it, it was almost like uh, twice a week kind of thing. Uh, for right now, I'm going to start out doing the show weekly here in my mobile studio. Uh, I should be able to pull off uh, probably one, one episode a week, maybe two, but there's no promises. I'm going to promise at least one. And uh, we're going to go from there. But... Uh, you know, when a lot's going on, especially when you're doing a lot in the homestead, like we are, uh, you know, like, you know, I mean, every weekend, it's it's just it's just work. And it's not that I'm complaining about it, because I do enjoy it. But unfortunately, sometimes you got to sit back and say, okay, where can I fit in doing doing a podcast? So, but all of our old episodes are up. You can catch all of our old episodes at uh, survivalistpodcast.org. And uh, by the way, folks, as well, uh, a bunch of people have been on Twitter, I've been on uh, Facebook and stuff like that, talking about bringing the show back. And a bunch of people asked where they could actually help support the show. And uh, one of the things we have done uh, with my other with my uh, my other business is uh, we actually do have a deal site available now where we actually have people that go out and uh, actually when I say people, I mean me and my wife. <laughs> we go out on Amazon, find the best deals, and put them up and uh, on the deal site. And if people actually buy the deals off the site, uh, you know, we get a, you know, a small percentage of whatever everybody buys. Uh, but basically, we started doing that just to try to help people get the best deals on supplies and uh, things that they really want. Uh, there's tech stuff up there. Uh, there's prepping stuff up there. There's generators. There's uh, everything you can think of. We, we've, you know, we really go out and try to find the best deals on them. Uh, and that's... Uh, like I said, we do a lot of stuff with uh, health, you know, with health and fitness uh, for one of my other businesses uh, and stuff like that that we do stuff with. So uh, you find a bunch of uh, health and wellness stuff up there, tech stuff, like I said, Under Armour uh, stuff for outdoors, uh, ex you know, exercise equipment, all that kind of stuff. So uh, like I said, you know, it's we have a, we, my wife and I have so much going on, but uh, this podcast is actually something that I played really close to the chest. It's really important to me because I really think it is important. And, uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk about, folks, not only are we talking about being back, but I, uh, one of the things we, my wife and I have really discussed over the last year is, uh, you know, uh, self-reliance. 
And well, I guess I should give you that URL, shouldn't I? Uh, TechGeekDeals.com. Again, if you buy anything off there, TechGeekDeals.com. It helps support, like it helps support, you know, this, what me doing this. It helps support, uh, you know, some of the other websites that I do that I really don't make really much money on, but I do keep them up. Uh, you know, because a lot of people find value in them. Uh, you know, we, we do some stuff on YouTube. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like we're kind of using TechGeekDeals.com uh, as, as kind of something to my wife and I came up with to kind of support the, the things that I do that I don't make money on, but I want to keep doing them because they're a hobby and I enjoy them. Uh, stuff like this, the podcast, uh, the YouTube channel, we've been doing a lot of health and fitness stuff. Uh, for a lot of people that I know that I've been trying, I've been trying to help out uh, with weightlifting and stuff like that. Uh, you know, some of the other stuff that I do as well, the Technology Geek, uh, my website, which is, uh, you know, we, we do tech reviews and, and try to find people, you know, so you don't get ripped off. So it's, it's just, it kind of supports like a slush fund that we use to, to kind of fund the, these little projects. So I appreciate it. Like I said, techgeekheels. Uh, com. Like I said, you're not under any obligation, but uh, if you do go there and you find something you like and, if, and you know, and you buy it, uh, it does help support what we do here. So I do appreciate that, folks. Like I said, no commitment. I'm not begging you for anything. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you just listening to the show regardless, but uh, if you find anything up there you like, please buy it up there because it does help uh, support, like I said, a lot of things we do that really don't make much money at all. So like I said, folks, my wife and I have had a lot of conversations over the last couple of months. Uh, kind of about prepping and, and things like that. And uh, one of the things my wife and I were talking about was, was self, self-reliance. And, you know, a lot of people that I talk to that prep and do a lot of survival stuff, uh, you know, we always talk about the, you know, the 95 and, and the side hustles over that. And, you know, uh, you know, and I've brought this up a million times, unless you're, you know, a farmer or somebody who is, self-sustain, who is able to self-sustain themselves, uh, you know, you, most people do have to get up and, and and go to work every day, and, you know, they're not going to, you know, I mean, unless you're going to live completely on the food you grow and your your livestock and, and then somehow monetize that to make money uh, off of it, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're never going to be truly self-sustaining. And, you know, there's a very, I had a conversation about this uh, with my wife, you know, years ago, you know, people would go to work, you know, they work the fields and they, they you know, they do this, do that, and, and, the, and the land, the home, which was passed down from generation to generation, would provide not only the housing and the shelter, but would provide everything you need food-wise, the, you know, your livestock, uh, you know, and then whatever you, you know, whatever was extra you'd sell to make additional money for anything else you needed, like clothing, stuff like that. But nowadays, folks, you, you don't get that anymore. Uh, every, we all go to work to provide the household. We go to work, we go to, work to support the household and, and our land. The land and the house don't, does not support us. Uh, so there's something to think about. Like I said, it's not, you know, nothing to sleep over. But you, something to think about uh, when you really think about homesteading or, or anything like this where you're, I mean, basically going to be, you know, working on the, the land and working on your property and anything like that. You know, you know, we basically go to work 9 to 5 every day to go ahead and, you know, provide, you know, to, to support the household. Where years ago, you know, you worked the fields and all that of your land, 
you know, the, the household sustained you. You didn't sustain it, if you get what I'm trying to say. You know, so it, it's something really to think about. Uh, you know, especially nowadays, I hear a ton of it all the time, especially a lot, you know, we're, my wife and I live pretty, you know, we live kind of far out, like I said, on our, our little homestead. But uh, we have a lot of friends that uh, especially uh, live in the suburbs and, and live, you know, in the city. And, you know, they say all the time, oh, you know, if my, I hope my husband gets the increase so that we can redo the kitchen or, you know, you're going to work. You know, he's pretty much going to work hoping for an increase to, to, to support the household, whereas the household's not supporting him. And, and, folks, by the way, folks, I'd like to put out, too, I am one of those, I am one, not one of those people, I shouldn't say to a certain degree, but, um, you know, and the truth is my wife and I could not survive just on our land. Okay, we 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 have we we save money on because we have chickens. We save money on the eggs. We have trees now. We save money on on apples. We save money on a lot of fruit and uh, you know vegetables and all that. You know we do sometimes. Uh, you know, you know we'll, we'll raise animals for slaughter, stuff like that. But but for the most part, you know a lot of our groceries come from the grocery store. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, it, it, we don't we're not completely you know self-sustaining. Where you know, you know everything is provided for us that we want on our on our homestead. It just doesn't happen. We, we my wife and I just don't do it. We we can't do it because you know we you know we have a lot. We are prepared a lot more than most people. Uh, you know with with you know and we are more comfortable than most people financially because we save a lot of money. We do a lot of things ourselves and all that kind of stuff. So that's a huge money saver right there. But. You know, we you know we you know we we go to the grocery store and we we spend you know over the last year or so now that we have the homestead, you know starting to to starting to you know reap the benefits, you know we're saving money when we go to the grocery store because we have to buy eggs, uh, you know we don't have to buy you know sometimes meat because you know I'll go hunting or you know we'll raise an animal for slaughter so you know we don't really, we you know we we buy less because of the homestead, so we're saving money there. Any work that gets done that's been done on the homestead, which like I said, our house, I've told you guys about it, and me saying it needed a little work, was putting it lightly. Um, you know, but, I mean, all that, you know, we, so we're saving, the homestead is saving us money, but it's not completely, like, we don't need, oh, we, don't, we never have to go to the grocery store again, we never have to do this, we never do that. I mean, to this, folks, okay, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, we, we run on, on, res, on regular electric, like all of you do, or a lot of you do. Uh, you know, we we are talking about subsidizing, possibly with with solar panels. So we'll we'll be subsidizing our electric. Uh, we're subsidizing our heat right now. Uh, you know, my wife and I, uh, we did put central heat in the house uh, because we didn't want uh, you know a, a fossil fuel based heat. Uh, but now we also as well now uh, are in the process of putting in. Um, you know, a wood stove, and we split about, probably about five cords of wood this summer. So we're going to burn wood. So the homestead right there is going to save us probably two, three, four hundred dollars. Uh, you know, every couple of months in in heat. So right there, the homestead right there is is you know, you know, helping us save money. So now we're saving money on heat. We're putting in a fireplace. We're hooking it up. You know, we're putting in a wood stove. We're hooking it up to the ductwork and all that. That's right. That's the existing ductwork. And then we're going to use a you know a blower and we're going to blow heat through the house. So, you know, we're definitely going to save money. Uh, you know, we grow a lot of, you know, we have a lot of our own forests and our own trees that we can cut down. Um, 
you know, when we cut, we do replant and stuff like that. So down the road, in 10 years from now, we'll have trees to cut down again. But, you know, we're starting that whole rotation. You know, so we're start so the trees and all that and on our property are going to go ahead and are going to provide us heat. So we're probably going to save big money there. At least probably, like I said, at least a couple hundred dollars, you know, uh, you know, you know, every couple of months because of the because of the heat bill. But again, you know, we're not fully sustaining now. But you know, when you look at you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about, it, it, it doesn't come overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, these things that I'm talking about are going to take time. And, you know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to reap the rewards of them. But it's going to take time to reap those rewards. You know, all the all this stuff that I talk about. You know, those trees that I'm planting now to cut down in 10 years from now, I won't see any reward from them for 10 years. But they're there, they're growing, they will be, you know, saving me money down the road. So we have that, so we've had that going on. Like I said, we split probably five, cut and split about, probably about five cords of, uh, of wood. Uh, and by the way, folks, I want to point out one thing. Uh, talk about being self-sustaining. Uh, a prime example of that is, for example, okay, I went the other day and when we, were, we had a split, about one cord left, uh, the big stuff. So I went and I, I bought, I rented a splitter from uh, an equipment vendor down the road and you know, folks, one of the things I have to say is, again, you know, I didn't buy a splitter, I didn't rent it. So, you know, I mean, you know, not fully self-sustaining. I had to spend money there to rent the splitter, which is fine. It wasn't expensive. I think it was like $50 a day. But I only used it like a day or two. I had one friend of mine come up, and we, we split and all that. And, you know, so we did that. But, you know, people don't realize, you know, it's not, you know, it, it, you know to be completely self-sustaining and to need absolutely nothing is, I mean, I don't say it's impossible, because it's not impossible, but it is very difficult. And I can tell you one thing, and, and I can almost guarantee this, because I have, my wife and I have actually thought about stuff like that, and, and I've actually considered, you know, selling my businesses and doing that. And, and, and that's a full-time, you will be doing a full-time job. I mean, don't, don't think because, oh, I'm self-sustaining, I don't have, I have to go to work again. No, you will be at work every day, probably working seven days a week from, from the minute you get up to the minute you, you know, it gets dark out because you're going to have stuff to do. You're going to, I mean, you are going to have everything to do. And, and let me tell you something, folks, and you say, oh, I'm completely self-sustaining. Let me tell you something. And, and little things like this are going to prove to you you're not completely self-sustaining. Unless, you, if you decide, I know where I am, so see the water table is about 400 feet, about, I'll say probably three to 400 feet down, okay? So... If I ever need a well, okay, I'm going to need to have somebody come and probably drill the well for me, okay, if I ever need another well on the property. Okay, now we have two wells now. We have one, you know, that connects to our house and one that I've used for, uh, you know, the barn and, and all our stuff outside. But, okay, folks, if, okay, if you think you're going to take that by hand, you're insane, especially if you live on a rocky terrain like we do right here. So you're not going to be ever be fully self-sustaining. I mean, you're going to need outside help at certain points. Uh, you know, so that's just something to, to keep in mind when it comes to talking about being self-sustaining. Okay? You're, you're going to... Okay, it's the same thing, too, with, with, with food, okay? If you live in a region, uh, you know, where, where, it's, where you have winter, pretty harsh winters, uh, I know we do, we do here, 
Okay, one of the things you're going to have to do if you're going to be self-sustaining, you say, oh, I'm not going to use any residential groceries. You're going to have to learn how to can because I guarantee you right now, you'll be, you'll be getting, you'll, you won't have, you, you're not going to, have to be able to freeze vegetables that long without them being damaged. So you're going to have to learn how to can. You're going to have to learn how to do a lot of things, okay, to, to be able to self, I mean, being, being self-maintaining can be done, but it takes an incredible amount of discipline. It is a full-time job. I don't care what anybody tells you. You are going to be working full time for that, okay? And and people say to me all the time, "Well, it's worth it," and I I agree with you. It probably is worth it, but that that is a very that is a tough commitment to make. That is a full time commitment. That is definitely going to be a full time job, and that is going to be something where financially you're going to have to look at lay out your bills and say, "Okay, say your wife, okay, or your whoever you're living with, say, hey, okay, we're going to be fully self sustaining." Okay, great. We're both gonna have to. We're both gonna get leave our jobs. Okay, this is what our bills are every month. This is what our bills are for our. Even if, and you can say, oh, I know, I know. Everybody's gonna say, well, if I if I if I'm self-sustaining, I don't have any bills. You are still going to have bills, folks. Okay. First of all, unless you're going to bicycle to town, you are going to have a vehicle. So you are going to have at least some sort of car insurance or car payment. Second of all. You will have to pay taxes on your property, whether you're self-sustaining or not. You will owe the government some sort of property tax. I can guarantee that. You will have to pay some sort of property tax. You will have to declare income tax. You may get money back, but you will still have to declare income tax. So you will have, either, you know, you will have some sort of bills. And, and I want to point out to you folks, and I love people that say to me, oh, I'm self-sustaining, I, no, I won't have any bills. Unless you plan on, like, reading books and never watching television again, you will have some sort of cable bill or internet bill. Unless you think you can live without the internet, you will have some sort of, of internet bill, some sort of cable bill. You will definitely have, like I said, land. You will definitely have. You you will definitely have. You will definitely have you know, land insurance. You know, you will have you know property insurance. You will have property taxes. You will probably have car insurance. You are still going to have bills. Just because you live completely off the grid does not mean you're going to have any bills because there are still certain bills you're going to have to have to, to be able to commute. I mean, you know, even if you even if you said to me, okay, well, I don't, I'm not going to have any bills. I'm be completely self-sustaining. Okay. Okay, you have to trans. You're, even if you grew all your own fruit and vegetables, you're going to have to do something for cash because you're going to have property tax. You're going to have, like I said, a handful of bills. Even if you don't have a sewer bill, water bill, or electric bill, you are st you are still going. To, if you don't, and, and by the way, folks, you probably are st unless your house is paid for, you will probably have a mortgage to deal with too. Okay, so don't say you're not going to have any bills because you're still going to have. At least your insurance bill. You're probably gonna need, you're gonna need health insurance, so you're gonna have to have at least some sort of, of health insurance. So you you're gonna have bills. Will you have less bills if you're self-sustaining? Oh yeah, definitely. I agree with that 110. percent You're gonna have less bills because you want you know, but you are going to have bills. No matter how you slice it, dice it, you're going to have some bills. Maybe not as much as you have now, but you will have some bills, even being self-sustaining. I want to point that because I love when people say that to me. Oh, I won't have any bills. I'll be self-sustaining. No, you won't. You will have some form of bill. I don't care what it is, whether even if it's just property tax. 
I can guarantee you right now, you are going to have to have health care. So, I mean, you you know, you're going to you you will have bills. You have insurance. You have home. And especially people say, well, I won't have homeowner's insurance. If you own your home, do you need homeowner insurance? No. But I can tell you this right now: if you don't have homeowner's insurance on your homestead, and that's your primary way you survive, you are stupid. Okay, I'm gonna say that right now. If you are, if you don't have homeowner's insurance, and you are self-sustaining, and you are doing everything and everything. Uh, you're basically maintaining your life using your homestead. You don't have homeowner's insurance. You're just being stupid, because they actually do have insurance, by the way, folks, for farmers of that. Where they lose their crop, they lose this, they lose that. The comp they will actually, you actually have insurance for that. So, you know, there is going to be bills in some way, shape, or form. Okay, and you know, like I said, folks, you know, the the whole thing about being self-sustaining is great. Uh, the biggest hurdle that I've actually found that my wife and I have talked about, we've looked into it, being self-sustaining, especially if you have a well on septic like we do, your your biggest hurdle is going to probably be electric. Uh, because solar, you probably can go solar, uh, but you know that is something you're going to be paying for for quite a while. So like I said, you'd have bills. Um, you know, if you go solar, you probably could, could do... That's probably your best bet. A generator and stuff isn't going to work because the amount of fuel you'd go through is just insane. Um, you're going to have to look at solar or wind or something like that. Solar is probably the best bet. I see more people going probably with solar than, than anything else. So uh, that's probably what you're going to do for electric. Uh, and, you know, like I said, folks, you're still going to have, you know, other things to deal with regardless of whether you have you know, solar power or, or not. You're still going to have some sort of bills to deal with. Uh, you're going to have to have, like I said, you're going to need, like I said, you're going to have to find ways to, to for food. You're going to have to, there's just so much that you're going to have to think about. Before. Like you can't, It's not just like flipping a switch. It's going to take you, and I'll tell you that if you are going, because like I said, my wife and I have done all the research for this stuff. If you are going to go completely self-sustaining, you're probably going to have to probably either buy a bunch of things or plan like a year in advance to do it. Because so, don't forget, whatever you're going to be eating today was probably, uh, you know, prepared or grew last season. So, I mean, you have to pick the right time. You're going to have to, I mean, there's a lot of planning for something like this. And there's a, I'm not saying it can't be done, but there's a lot of planning and, and a lot of things that have to be done before you can actually be, you know, fully self-sustaining. So that's something uh, just to... Uh, just to think about one, like I said, when it comes to being self-sustaining, like I said, you you know, there, there's so much really that you have to to plan for, you have to plan for, you know, and then you're going to plan for backup, folks, because, you know, for a prime example, and, and those of you that have wells, you need electric to run the well pump. Now, you're going to go outside and manually pump the water. You're going to need some kind of electric to pump your water. So you're going to have to figure out. A backup solution if for some reason something happens to your solar your solar panels or your solar system fails, you have to find you know you're gonna have to repair it yourself. You're gonna need something to repair, it, like, or you're gonna need a backup generator. Your so I mean there there is so much planning to be done and so much stuff you're so much storage room you're gonna need. Now I will say this folks because I've had people say this to me too that you know oh we're you know we we could live off the grid and they live in an apartment complex with central sewer and water. That is almost impossible. I will say this right now. That's almost impossible. Because if you have central sewer and central well, you don't have your own septic and well, you have central water and central sewer, living off the grid is going to be virtually impossible for you. 
I will say that right now. It's giving virtually impossible to live in an apartment without. With, with, I mean, we just wa you know we're just water bringing water in, uh, dealing with getting rid of waste, uh, dealing with uh, the electrical situation. Most of those places don't even have their own breaker box. A lot of them have central breaker. I mean, I mean, I would say that that's going to be almost impossible. Uh, you know, it's just apartments generally don't have a lot of storage. You're not going to be able to store a ton of food. Some of that, uh, you probably can get away with the hunter-gatherer mentality where, okay, I'll hunt for food, I'll gather. But again, if you're in the city, you're probably not going to find a lot of wildlife. Uh, you're probably going to have to survive on gathering and raiding. But even that, eventually your food supplies and, and all that will eventually, over time, run out. Uh, you know, it's just, just the way it is. You know, uh, you know, people make runs all the time and stuff like that. But eventually your situation with, with you know, doing runs is going to eventually, uh, over time, wither down because there is only so much... You know, food and supplies out there. You know, especially in a situation where, you know, you're not bringing supplies in, you have to rely on going and getting it. Eventually, you're going to have to. I mean, you can survive quite a while on it, but after a while, your 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 supplies are going to run going to run slow, and you're going to run pretty dry, and you're going to have to think about moving. Uh, a lot. I know. You know, and there there are people that have that have planned that. They plan to say, okay, well, if something ever happens, you know, we'll stay here until the heat dies down. You know, we'll stay here, you know, three months, six months, whatever. And then after that, we're going to have to start, you know, thinking about traveling and, and, you know, doing stuff like that. Because they know they can't survive, especially in the city. Because cities are, are tough spots to survive when disasters happen. Uh, there's a lot of people and sometimes not enough supplies. And, I mean, go to the grocery store in a week, they're going to have a snowstorm. Watch how much stuff's not in the store. Now, I'm t the time's at my 10 and that's just going to be like in a case of a natural disaster or, you know, shit hitting the fan. So, so that's something you really got to think about, too, when it comes to being self, you know, self-reliant. You know, that, that's, that's something to, to really, you're going to have to really sit and really think about how you're going to actually handle that. Because it, it, it's going to be tough, especially in an apartment building, because then you have to deal with, you know, going up and down stairs. Which isn't a problem, but you know you have obstacles to deal with getting up and downstairs, especially in a disaster. You know, there, there's a lot to think about. Uh, you know, especially and, and I, I brought this. So that's why a lot of people bring bug out bags. You know, and this is why like, the one of the things we've talked about is, is bug out bug out bags are so important because you know you may be in a situation where you live in an apartment. You may say, okay, you know, shit's gonna hit the fan. We gotta get out of here. Here's your bag. That's seven days of food and water. Uh, you know, that's clothing, that's everything you need for seven days. Okay, let's go. Uh, you know, and you got my car and you go. And you're good for seven days. So, I mean, you know, that that is the reason for the bug out bag. So, uh, very, very important to, you know, uh, you know, make sure that you, that you really think about these things because these are, I mean, there's a lot of planning involved when it comes to being self-reliant and, and worrying about getting out and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's something you, you have to think about. You know, I, I brought. I haven't not thought that up yet, but you know, when you even though you are self-reliant, you do still have to have a backup plan. And everybody looks at me and says, "Well, why? I'm self-reliant, right? Right?" But you know, you're self-reliant to a certain degree in the sense that you know, God forbid, a wildfire breaks out and it's coming towards you. I don't care how prepared you are. If you can't put, they can't put out the fire. It's gonna sweep through. You you still need a bug out bag and a plan. Just because you're on, you know, you know, you know, even a hundred acres, and you you know, you get all your own food, get all, you know, you're off the grid and all that kind of. You still have to think of okay, what am I gonna? And that 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 could be possibly another spot. If you have that kind of land, it could be another spot on that property. 
I mean, that's very possible. Okay, so I want to point that out because that, that, it could be like one of those things. Oh, okay, well, it's going to be a spot on that, another spot on that property. It could be, you know, a, a backup location you have. It could be a friend's house. It could be, but you have to think about, okay, if I'm self-reliant and something happens to this property, where am I going to go? Because even though you are self-reliant, you are better off than most in the case of a disaster. But, you know, if that, if that you know, that, that fire breaks out, that asteroid breaks out, you know, hits right in the middle of your property, or, you know, or, you know there's still situations, just because you jump the line doesn't mean you're immune from, from natural disasters. So, I mean, that's, that's something you, you really, you got to plan for, and you, you really got to think about. Uh, when you're doing self-reliant, there, there's a lot, there's a lot, lot to, you still need to be prepared. You're just more prepared, well more prepared, probably 100 times more prepared than most people. So that's just, uh, that's just something to think about as well. Uh, you know, and you may have a, you may have a bunk, you know, maybe 100 The most times I see people with big, big plots of land like that, that I've talked to, they, they, they have plots of land. You know, you know, you get that side of a plot of land, you use either a back application or a bunker or something. I mean, 100 acres is a lot of land, and generally people like that can have a back application uh, on that property. But again, you know, you may have a bunker or an underground thing or something like that set up, but, you know, for the most part, uh, 100 acres, you, you probably could have a back. But again, you have to think about what if, you know, if you get smack dab in the middle of that 100 acres, you know, that natural disaster. You, you got to think about stuff like that. Also, too, folks, like I said, Oh, uh, when it comes to when it comes to being self-reliant, I want to point this out too. Um, I had somebody recently tell me all the time that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be completely self-reliant. I'll never need a thing from anybody, from anybody. And then I said, okay, you're going to be completely self-reliant. He goes, yep, you won't need anything from anybody. That's awesome. But I said, let me ask you a question. You still need things. He goes, well, I won't need anything. I said, yes, you will, because I guarantee you, your kids are going to need clothes. Okay. Your kids are still going to go to school, so you know, your, your, your wife's not homeschooling, so you're still going to be home. You know, now, could your wife homeschool, and then you know, your kids don't need to go, but that's very possible. But, but when push comes to shove, you will still need gas to put in your truck. You will still need certain things. You will still probably, probably need supplies from the hardware store. You will still need two-by-fours for something. You will still need nails and screws. I mean, there, there are things that you need. To, you know, to, to think about. I mean, you know, it's it, it, it's totally, you know, it's totally different. I mean, unless you're going to go horse and wagon, I mean, I mean, you know, you're 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 going to still need things. Uh, to, you know, I, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it just is the nature of it. And, and I just, and I'm not saying you won't. I mean, okay, the biggest thing in this day and age that I find for modern people that say they're going to be completely self-reliant is I always say to them. Are you going to have the internet? And, it's, and if they answer yes to that question, then you're not fully reliant because you're still relying on some sort of residential source. So, I mean, that, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just like to point that out. I always point that out to people. Uh, you know, and, and I think it is funny. And, and, and to tell you the truth, folks, and I'm being honest, I mean, you can live off the grid to a certain degree and be self-reliant, but there are still things you really have to do. Um... Uh, 
you know, an example that, you know, like most people have mortgages. If you're still going to need a bank account, you're still going to need the internet. Even if you're self-reliant, you're still going to need to get on the internet to make sure your bills are paid. You're still going to need a phone, a form of communication at some point. So you're going to have your house phone or something. Most people have cell phones nowadays, but if you are in a really rural area, you might need a landline. But you're still going to have a phone. You're probably still going to have, like I said, maybe cable or satellite television. And if you're not using, if you're not a cord cutter and, and going through the internet, so we do. We actually cut, we don't have cable. We just have regular We don't have, you know, uh, you know regular commercial cable. We just have, you know, internet. And then, you know, we get all of our TV through there. But, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where, where unless you're going to be, you know, there are certain things you're going to need. I mean, even if you don't want to be electric, you know, but, but there's still, still, you know, like people say, well, I'll just get my internet, you know, wireless. You, that's great. So you're still lying on the surface. You're not doing, you know, I mean, there's still, you know, there's still stuff to think about. So, and since you have kids, you're going to need the internet. I'll tell you why, because nowadays, there's kids that they just, you know, they come home and I got to look up something online or I got to get on the computer, look something up. So, I mean, there's, there's, and actually, I think two folks, I'll point that out. Uh, if you are going to be completely self-reliant, my daughter, you won't have the internet then. then. I actually think that's the stupidest thing. I'll tell you why. Because in this day and age, you can find anything online, whether it's how to repair something on a YouTube or Googling, a repair manual to your washing machine, or anything like that. Okay. You, you can find it online. So I would actually say, not having, like, not, I won't have internet. Well, and I actually think it's really stupid because I think in this day and age, Having the internet is more of an asset to have than it's not to have, especially if you're going to be trying to be self-reliant, right, which is going to be you doing everything yourself. You're going to need to be able to find instructions. There's going to be things you're not going to know how to do, and then you're going to have to look up. And having the internet there is going to be a good resource here. Whether it's the cheapest internet, I mean, it's whether it's the cheap Verizon internet, which is like 19 bucks or 5 megs, or whether it's an expensive 100 meg internet, you're going to need the internet. Okay, so I think that not having that would be an absolute waste. Um, you know, so that's something about it. And that's, you know, and that's something about two folks, you know, appliance uh, You know, you say all the time, well, I'm always self-reliant. I don't need anything. Okay. What happens when your washing machine breaks? Are you going to fix them yourself? And what happens if they're not repairable? Are you just going to go back to a washboard and a ringer? Like, like you, you, are you going, are you going to go to Home Depot and buy a new washing machine? So, like I said there, you know, it, 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 it sounds great, and it is great, especially if you can be, for the most part, off grid and be self-sustaining and self-reliant like that. I think it is a wonderful thing. But the truth of the matter is, it, 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 you know, it, it's worth it, and there are things that you are going to need. I can tell you one thing right now. You know, if you're, you know, you, know, you say, I won't need anybody. Well, if you're going to own any kind of vehicle. Okay, you are going, or you're going to track, you're going to something, you're going to track, you're going to vehicle, you're going to truck, you know, if, if a ball bearing goes, or an axle goes, or a tire blows, yeah, you can repair a tire, but what if you need an axle, what if you need a truck, what if you need a brake, you're not going to be able to fabricate that stuff yourself, you're going to have to go down to the auto parts store and buy it, so there are things, you know, there are things, you know, I mean, like I said, there are things you, you are going to have to, that are, that are going to be, it, it sounds easy when you say self-sustaining and self-reliant, but there are still things that are going to come about that you're going to have to deal with, things that you're going to have to need, and you're going to still have to rely to a certain degree on those, on those things. So, uh, like I said, just 
just so much to, to think about that, that, that you really have to think about this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, especially like I said, if you're going to be doing everything yourself, uh, you know, there's going to be there's going to be work, especially when I talk about doing something yourself, especially if something big guy, like 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 drilling a well, um, or you know, if you need your step step repair or anything like that. You know, those big things, especially if you need heavy equipment for even if you can do the repair work by yourself, you may not have the tools, you may have to rent the tools. So there are a lot of things, like I said, you may be self-reliant, but you are still going to need certain services that you are not going to have if, if you know, but the, 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 you're not going to be able to have everything. You're still going to need those, those services. You're still going to need things, is what I'm trying to say. Now, will you find less, less of those things? things? Oh, definitely. But you're still going to need stuff. stuff. Uh, so, again, folks, uh, I'm going to go, go ahead and wrap it up with the self-reliance stuff. Like I said, folks, uh, I'm going to try to go ahead and, like I said, do one. I'm going to try my best to do at least, at least one show, probably a week, maybe two. We'll see how it goes. But I'm definitely going to push for one a week. I want to thank everybody for you know welcoming me back. I thank everybody too for pushing me to get back on the air. Uh, I got a lot of emails, a lot, lot, lot of stuff from people who are fans of the show. Says you know we really missed the the, 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 the survival podcast. And I said you know I've been busy, but but maybe now I can start doing it again. I said I said you know something I'm gonna have to work for, something I'm gonna have to do. do but uh, you know I think we can, we can definitely pull it off. Uh, like I said, uh, you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be definitely. Yeah, so I have to admit to you, one, one, at least one day a week doing it. Uh, you know, the shows are extremely long. I like to be short and sweet. And just, uh, I think the podcast more like an informational thing than I do like, like a radio show. Because uh, I think of them giving you guys information. And, you know, I give you a lot of information in a short time. So, you know, and I like to make, make podcasts about something. It's not just like, okay, you know, you know, you know, me talking for an hour or more. You know, you know. And, and, and that's what I think, too, folks. A lot of people have asked questions. I mentioned I want to talk about that, too. A couple people have asked me, would I be willing to talk about my views on this? And I probably will, but, but you know, I try to do each show about one thing. And if you have any suggestions about, like I said, about what you want me to do a show on, like I said, go to survivalistpodcast.org and go ahead and there's a link there for email and, and drop me an email. And I'll, you know, I'll be sure to take care of that. Uh, like I said, folks, go to the website as well. There's a lot of other resources and stuff like that online that can be really useful to you. Overall, that was so thrilled there. Most of our episodes are in the podcast feed. Uh, I think there may be some, like the early, early, early ones, that uh, you may not be able to get in the feed. Uh, I think I can only host so many on a certain feed on iTunes. So, like I said, folks, I want to thank everybody uh, for listening. And uh, we will see you next time on the Survivalist Podcast.